0: So, Emma, I hear people have been experiencing a lot of weird dreams in the last couple months. Uh, have you had any weird dreams?
1: I feel like I've had a lot more dreams than normal, and they just have not made that much sense and there's just been a lot of random people that I haven't thought of for a long time popping up in my dreams. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> same here.
0: I also I had the craziest dream last night. Um that uh, it, you know, I was aware in the dream that this is like the the time of COVID nineteen, uh, and uh but I was out of my house against stay at home orders, and <laughs> I was able to um like find a library to go to. It was a weird library. That's and I, had to, like, I had to like hop a fence to get into it. <laughs> but like this, this is what I miss in COVID nineteen. The library. I'm such a nerd. <laughs>
1: Hey, no, it's sad not being able to go and pick up your favorite books or even just peruse a bookstore. It's not the same looking online. Yeah, I really,
0: I don't know why I didn't dream of a coffee house because that's what I really miss, like going to, sorry, coffee shop. I miss going to coffee <laughs> shops to study.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's not the same, too. Like, I mean, I've gotten coffee to go a few times, but half of getting coffee is going and sitting in the coffee shop for the atmosphere oh, of yeah, being in a coffee shop.
0: Like, it's a little dark. There's, like, maybe jazz music playing, depending (laughs) on the coffee shop uh, or the barista who's working.
1: (laughs) Did you know Spotify actually has, like, a coffee house playlist? What? I have to check that out. So it has some of the jazz stuff. I think there's some playlists that actually have, like, coffee sound noises.
0: That's amazing. Well, I'll have to try it out because we did actually... Um, recently made this was before COVID-19 but we did make a, a coffee nook in our house so my roommate has an oh. espresso machine we've got like a nice little armchair next to there little little lamp for reading that
1: sounds lovely <laughs>
0: A lot of people have been having strange dreams since the stay-at-home orders have spread to many, many states. And some of these dreams are actually really realistic and, like, very COVID-19 related, um, such as coming down with a fever or, you know, dreams of ventilators. Um, But uh, others are less related to the disease and more focused on, like, the stressful life changes that we're going under, um, like Emma and I were saying. So a few of us, um, a few examples that I read about were uh, a person dreaming about being stuck in a cave while their hands decayed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, pretty terrifying. And another one was about a woman who was attending a fancy gala, but she was wearing like a face mask and her gown was made out of toilet paper.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. I don't think I've had any COVID-19 related dreams, but I've definitely had some weird ones. Yeah, I'm not dreaming about toilet paper yet, but I mean, I'm down to
0: four <laughs> rolls, so.
1: <laughs> Same, we're down to three, and I'm worried that we won't find any. <laughs> Anyways, before we go into how
0: COVID-19 is affecting our dreams, let's explain a little bit more about how we sleep and why we dream in the first place.
1: When we sleep, our brain goes through different patterns that alternate between light sleep, deep sleep, and the REM part of sleep, or rapid eye movement phase, Light sleep is basically a transition to different stages of sleep, so your overall brain activity begins to slow down, but you can be e- awoken easily at this point. Deep sleep is very important for helping your body repair muscles, boost the immune system, and build up the energy for the next day. And when people tell you you need to sleep more, it's mainly because of this deep sleep, because it's so good for your body. And In this stage, your brainwaves move even slower and most muscle and eye movements cease and it's harder to wake you up. I mean, I'm sure many of you have experienced when you've been woken up from deep sleep and you're just so groggy and you don't know what time it is or what day it is. And you just it takes like five minutes to figure all that out.
0: Definitely. And I think what surprised me most about like looking into the sleep cycle is that most of your sleep is actually light sleep like through the night you'll cycle between first you go into light sleep and then you go into deep sleep and then you come back to light sleep and then into REM and then back to light sleep so um I'm actually able to see like how an estimate of how long I spend in each of these sleep cycles because I have a Fitbit um and it's like 40 to 60 percent in light sleep which kind of surprised me
1: dang that is crazy
0: So from the name, you wouldn't be surprised that in the REM or rapid eye movements um, cycle of sleep, the eyes are still moving. So in REM sleep, your brain also becomes much more active as you start to process the information from the day and store the important information in the long-term memory. REM sleep is different for everyone, especially depending like how old you are. Uh, But typically, most people enter enter their first REM cycle about 90 minutes after falling asleep. And then each REM stage can last up to one hour. Uh, Most adults experience five to six REM cycles, and your REM cycles actually get longer as the night goes on. And of course, REM is also the stage where dreams occur. So one of the simplest explanations for why we're dreaming more during the time of COVID-19, like Emma mentioned, her dreams aren't like particularly strange, but she's just remembering them more. So why we think we're dreaming more is that we're actually sleeping more. So if you remember, I said that REM cycles get longer as the night goes on. The longer the REM cycle, the more likely you'll wake up right after it, so the more likely you'll actually remember what you were dreaming about. But just because we're dreaming more doesn't explain why some people are experiencing dreams that are so strange or
1: scary. And that ties into why we dream. Scientists don't truly understand why we dream, but one of the theories is memory consolidation. Obviously, we don't remember every single detail from the day. You need some way to sort out all the information you took in so you can only store the most valuable information. So this series suggests that dreams are your brain's way of sorting through this information into memories or garbage. And you've heard of people as well, if they're having a problem at work or trying to figure out something for work or play, they kind of sleep on it, and then the next day they can figure out the solution to their problem. I know I use this a lot of times, and it's very helpful to wake up the next day and think, oh, I have an idea about this now, and yesterday I had no idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sleep is amazing. <laughs> We're not just absorbing this information that we take in during the day through an unbiased lens. So we humans obviously experience a range of emotions along with this information, and um, and these emotions are also incorporated into the long term memory. So, the past few months have been really traumatic for all of us. Uh, our lives have really been shaken. And when you experience emotional disruptions, such as trauma, it's really common for that to seep into your dreams. So, since people are so fearful and anxious and uncertain about what's going on, that's why a lot of the dreams they're having um, are being described as nightmares.
1: This connection between collective trauma and sleep disturbances is actually not unique to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's also frequently observed after other natural disasters. So, for example, after a 2009 earthquake in Italy, many people reported sleep disturbances such as nightmares. And researchers found that the seismic map of the earthquake actually overlapped with the geographic location of the individuals who were reporting sleep disturbances.
0: This was insane to me. I know you guys can't see this, but I, I put a picture in the notes <clears throat> of the two maps of this um, like seismic plot and the and the geographic locations. It's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's striking. I mean you can tell exactly where the earthquake happened. that's where people are having these sleep disturbances.
0: While trauma may explain why we're having more nightmares, it doesn't explain why the nightmares are so strange. So one idea I read in a National Geographic article, it's it's not proven, but I thought it was an interesting idea, was that the stay-at-home orders may be limiting the stimuli that we're taking in during the day um, because we're not leaving the home, we're not like having all those social interactions that we would normally be having. So with less stimulation, we're having fewer sources for memory and fewer options for the content of our dreams. And dream experts, some dream experts think that in the absence of new stimuli, sometimes our subconscious has to reach deep for memories to fill in the blanks. So for example, like some people are um, describing dreams where historical figures make a celebrity appearance. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think it's an interesting idea, but it does seem to conflict with the general um, consensus that we you know described earlier where some people feel like in COVID-19 there's almost like information overload because of the news or being hit with a lot of new information every day. So it seems to conflict with this.
1: Yeah, maybe it's some sort of compartmentalization where you put the news in one, but maybe you're not encountering a bunch of people during the day. So then your brain draws upon people you've thought of before or met. So are there any ways that people can cope with these crazy, weird dreams?
0: Yeah, luckily there are. So experts urge, this might sound simple, but they say that peace of mind will lead to peaceful dreams. So they really recommend being kind to and taking care of yourself um, and that this will help decrease any nightmares that you might be experiencing. So um, how how have you been coping with COVID-19, Emma?
1: I think the first two weeks of quarantine, I was super invested in keeping up with the news, reading up on new research, and then trying to like be a science communicator to explain that to people. But over time, I just found that I was very anxious about it and not enjoying reading the science and just that it was weighing on me. So one thing I've done is I've really limited when I look at the news and even if I read an article I often don't read more. Like, I feel like I'm not up to date on all that's going on, but it's almost a better thing because I'm not focusing on it so much. And it's definitely given me a lot more peace of mind, but as a scientist, part of me feels bad because I think I should be knowledgeable and up to date. But right now it's just not a good idea
0: for my mental health. It's just so much. And it's so hard to, to stay up to date when like things are being um, published so rapidly. And then you know, you're also trying to stay up to date in your field. Like, I'm sure being at home, you're doing a lot of reading for your own project. So that's also overwhelming to be just reading scientific literature all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I saw on Twitter that you're reading Gone with the Wind.
1: <laughs> I just finished Gone with the Wind. And it was it was an interesting book to read during this pandemic because they go through a lot of trauma from... Civil War and then Reconstruction and almost losing their house. So there were times where I was like, okay, they're coping with it this way. How can I cope with the pandemic? And honestly, my husband and I have not been that affected. So it's not been very traumatic for us at all. But there's still some of that anxiety just with the the unknown and the uncertainty. But Rachel, how are you coping with the anxiety of COVID-19 to make sure your dreams are peaceful? Well, I'm trying to limit news
0: intake, but... I'm not doing it so successfully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really need to turn off my CNN alerts because it's just so distracting when these alerts just pop up, just like a text message, and it's impossible not to read the headline and start worrying. But um, I am trying to um, just take everything I see, especially in the headlines with a grain of salt, um, since there's so much information I'm not going to freak out until I read the primary paper. If I do like have the energy to go do that. Um, uh, So just trying to stay calm with that. also like keeping to a regular routine has really helped me. Um, Yes. You know, working from home is a struggle. Uh, So just making sure I, this sounds stupid, but just like getting up at the same time every day, shower, get dressed, be at work at a certain time. Uh, No, I
1: found that helped so much, too, just having that
0: structure. Yeah. Um, Because I can't control so many things in my life right now, but I can control when I wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, yeah, um, also trying to do some things, like, for fun. So I'm still doing my half marathon training, which was supposed to be in April. um, But obviously that's canceled. Uh, But I'm, like, keeping up with the training anyways because it's, like, nice to get outside.
1: Yeah, I have really been, like, if I have any meetings where I don't have to have my video on, I've just been going for a walk while those meetings are going on. And it's beautiful outside, and I'm getting a tan, so it's oh, yeah. working out pretty well. We even have a little
0: table outside on our decks. Sometimes I work outside. Oh, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, these are all things that the experts recommend. I mean, like, their number one suggestion is to limit news and news intake because that's probably the most stressful thing but then you can also do other things that we mentioned like exercising um maybe picking up an old hobby things like that to decrease your anxiety and they say that um, meditation also helps a lot depending Mm -hmm. on the person um I've found that's
1: really helpful in the past I think I'm gonna pick it up again next week yeah that's something I've started doing too trying to be more Trying to focus on, like, one thing at a time, just since there's so many things I can focus on now. So I've been using more meditation and more, like, dedicated prayer time, and that's definitely helped my mind kind of just calm down to realize, oh, I can think
0: about one thing at a time and it's okay. Yeah, it feels overwhelming with all the different things happening at once. So mm-hmm. focusing on one thing at a time, I like that. <laughs> um, So... Dreams can often tell us about emotions or feelings that we normally repress while we're awake. So if none of these coping mechanisms that we talked about are helping for you, then maybe the dreams are a sign that you're actually struggling more than you think. So there are a lot of like free wellness sources that you can find online. And I know Emma is part of the Science Writing and Communication group at UNC. And they put together a list of mental health resources on their website, um, which we'll put Mm -hmm. in the show notes. I think some of these are for UNC students only, but some of them are just like broad resources. Right, Emma?
1: Yeah, there's there's some like specific for our counseling programs at UNC. But then there's also different articles like from Nature or some other places trying to give you ways to kind of calm down and focus on what's important during this pandemic and not not get so overwhelmed with everything. So take a look at those and
0: then keep in touch with family and friends. I know it's hard when we can't actually go see them, but there's a lot of like virtual ways to stay in touch with your support system.
1: Yeah, there's some great ways. My husband and I started playing tabletop, which is a way you can play board games with other people online. Wait,
0: what? On Steam? On Steam, yes. Yes. I I don't fully understand how this works, but I've been playing this with Dustin too.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. We had a friend who like set up the whole board because we, we said we have no idea what we're doing because it's, it's kind of a weird graphic interface, but it is so much fun to be able to play like some of these games. We'd go and play a friend's houses, just calling them up, having a video chat, and hanging out.
0: Oh, I know. These are, I'm so impressed with the
1: tabletop simulator.
0: It's like legitimate board games that I would play uh, oh, in yeah, real life. yeah. So, one final thing is that. Um, if you're having weird COVID-19 dreams, then Harvard sleep researcher Dr. Barrett actually wants to hear about them. So we're gonna post a link um, to a survey in the episode notes, um, where if you've been having some weird dreams, um, you can share it with this researcher. She's um uh, has an ongoing study right now about all the strange dreams that people are having in the wake of the pandemic.
1: Oh, that's really cool! A great way to make use of like all the things happening
0: oh yeah and speaking of making use of them i mean we can learn a lot about uh, how we're thinking and feeling by our dreams so dr barrett is a big proponent of like keeping a dream journal so you know if you are having these weird dreams maybe they mean something (laughs) that's just not clear to you yet so you could you could think about um doing a dream journal whether that's like a physical journal that you write in or just a list on your phone Oh, and as a side note, um, she has some really cool art on her website uh, that's all inspired by her um, dreams. So if you're an art fan, definitely check it out.
1: And maybe you can make your own art. Oh, yeah. Yeah.